Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Building Years. This is Jeremiah Watkins. Justin Alexio. And guess what, guys? This is our 250th episode. Wow. Yeah. If you don't count some of the music tracks that we've uploaded. 250. Crazy. Or maybe it's just 250 in general. I don't know. I'd have to check. That's pretty crazy, though. 250. Whatever. It's we won't celebrate it twice. So no, this yeah, is our two hundred and fiftieth. Yep. Oh boy. Dude. Crazy. And uh our intro is a little bit of a lie. We have not had new episodes every Wednesday for a little bit, actually. Or a guest in a long time. Or a guest in a long time. <laughs> it's been a hot minute. It's been crazy hot weather in LA recently. But we should be slowly getting back on track. Yeah. I think so. We'll see. We've got. We'll see, or maybe we we realize you guys only need us once a week. Who knows? We'll do what we want. I don't know. I miss I miss uh, having some guests on the show yeah, for sure. All the hotties I bring over. Justin almost brings over exclusively females for our guests because <laughs> it gives me a reason to say, "Hey, what up, mama?" Oh my goodness. <laughs> Jeremiah's welcome so to the two hundred and fiftieth episode of the Building Years. Oh boy. Justin, it is mid-October. It is hot. It's super hot. Uh, my air's out. I thought I'd be fine by now, but I am not. It's not out, but it's like it needs Freon. I'm like, I'm not going to pay for Freon if it's going to get cold soon. You see why I had the, the AC on before he came here? I turn it off for five minutes, and it's already getting hot in here. <laughs> That's not good. It's okay. You don't like to sweat, huh? Do you sweat a lot? I sweat so much. My uh, I, weight room I, coach used to yell at me for how much I would sweat in the room and make on it all On the bench slippy. and stuff? Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're that guy? I'm that guy. It's my genetics, bro. I think I, I, think I sweat a decent amount. Mm, not as much as you, I don't think. But I think I sweat in different places than you. Because uh, I see like sometimes on stage, like if it's a really hot light, that you're underneath, I see your forehead start to sweat. Yeah. I start to sweat underneath my armpits. Okay. Yeah. So it's both. I guess armpit sweat is le- less attractive than forehead sweat. Forehead sweat I could dab with a cool little napkin. <sighs> of course you <laughs> think of, of, of that. That crossed your mind of what's more attractive is sweat. This is uh, natural. Is it? I mean, unless it's unnatural. What I'm trying un- to say amount. is that I'm hotter than you. That is really what it's I won. Email us at the building years at gmail.com with your votes, everybody. <laughs> That'd be so funny if people actually emailed in like, Justin's way hotter. He's he's my favorite. He's my yeah, favorite they, boy. They cause a rift between us and then the podcast is over. Is that what you guys want, builders? Well, we only did two hundred and fifty episodes, so <laughs> Oh god. Dude, you're just telling me this great hacky stack hacky sack story. Will will you uh will you tell our listeners what about that audition that you went on recently? Yeah, well, guys, I had a commercial audition where the breakdown said three or four times, must be an expert at hacky sack. So I call my 
agent. And I was like, I'm not an expert at hacky sack. Should I go? And they were like, you see, you, you, you have on your thing that you can do it intermediate. And I was like, yeah, I could do it intermediate, kick it back and forth a couple times, mm-hmm. which I can do. Uh, they're like, oh, you'll be head and shoulders above everyone else. I get to the audition. The first thing I hear is a bunch of bodies moving around. <laughs> I get closer and I see hacky sack going on, but like the most insane hacky sack you've ever seen. People are like twisting around, like rolling around, kicking it up, keeping it up. And I was like, all right, I'm not anywhere near as good as these people are. I go sign in, start playing with them, but I'm keeping it, you know, I'm clearly the worst one, but I can still kick it around a couple times. So I'm like, all right, maybe I'll be good in the audition. Get in the audition. The guy, what he does is he throws a hacky sack at us maybe 30 miles an hour. That fast? He, he, he was rocketed it. So Just you, to check to see who is legit in there? Yeah. And, and people, before the audition, they were working out so hard hacky sacking that people were going in like they just played a full game of basketball. Sweat all down their shirt. And I was just They didn't like, care? No. They were just like... Uh, we're here for the skills. <laughs> Doesn't matter how we look for this audition. It's all about the skills. Basically. So the guy throws it at me. He basically throws it at you. You have to catch... Uh, I watched the guy go before me. I went to a partner. He throws it at the guy, 30 miles an hour. He catches it with his leg, hits it up to his face, hits it with his shoulder, then like hits it with his head. Then just like goes back and forth, kneeing it, kneeing it, kneeing it for like 30 seconds. And then he kicks it at the camera. That was the instructions that we had to do. So I'm like, as soon as I watched that, I was like, there's no way I could do that. <laughs> Guy throws it at me. It hits me in the stomach. <laughs> I don't catch it. Rolls off camera. I have to pick it up with my hand, throw it up. I kick it a couple times with my feet. And then... uh I couldn't kick it at the camera, so I ended up throwing it at the camera. So I didn't, did not get a call back. You didn't? Oh, no. What? That's crazy. Uh, and while I was doing it, the camera op was just shaking his head at me like. He's like, this douchebag lied on his resume. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't lie, though. My resume is accurate. I am intermediate. But uh, they were like experts only. Like it said experts only at the casting office yeah. again. And I was like, well. Um, I felt so stupid. Like the whole, like I was like, ah, I'm wasting everyone's time. This guy hates me. Yeah, you're like, I'm. I waste my own time driving <laughs> over here, parking, finding parking, waiting 45 minutes for this audition. Dude, I did this. I know exactly <laughs> how you feel because I've gone on multiple skateboard auditions. <laughs> And Does I would say, say, no, it's, it's like intermediate okay. skateboarder. Yeah. I can do some very simple stuff. And I went out to this one and they're like, all right, we're going to go out in a group and we're going to skate in the parking lot. <laughs> and I was like, oh, frick. Oh, no, 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 no. And they're like, all right, now uh, just go to, um, just go uh, right around and. You know, towards the end, if you can do like a flip trick or something, I was like, I've never done a flip trick before. <laughs> like any kind of kick flip. There's like a guy that's like doing a tray flip, which is insane. 
And I'm just like riding around and I'm like, well, I look the part the most. I've got long hair and a hoodie and stuff. Maybe, maybe, just maybe. So I do it and then I like freaking fall off my skateboard. Like I like it falls over and I have to like kick it back up and I have to get back on it. And I'm like the whole time in those situations, once you know, once you make one mistake in those skill-based auditions, you're like, I didn't get it. I did not get it. There's no there's no way you can save yourself after that. Yeah. And then you're just like, ugh. Uh, so everyone was way better, just killing Dude, it. Way better. I went on a different skateboard audition where I walked in. The shortest audition I've ever gone on, 15 seconds. I sat down with them, and they're like, uh, how long have you been skateboarding? I was like, uh, this many years. They're like, uh, like, uh. Can, what can you do on a ramp? And I was like, and I go, honestly, <laughs> I can't even drop in. And they go, and they go, they look at me. They're like, all right, well, thank you for being honest. Have a nice day. <laughs> yeah, jeez, dude, that's got to be so hard to drop in. It's so scary. I still have not done it. Have you? Tr- you never tried. <laughs> I tried, but I freaking ran. <laughs> I ran it out or fell down many times. Because if I had like a helmet and and pads and stuff, then I would feel way more comfortable because it's all a momentum thing. It's all a confidence thing. If you lean into it yeah. and balance, it's not a horrible thing. But it's terrifying <laughs> if you don't like yeah, you don't commit. Yeah. So I never I would see like little kids like <laughs> Blowing past me at the skate park. <laughs> I'm just like this six foot three lanky guy. It's like, I can't drop it. I can't do it. Yeah. My uh, my little brother's skating, and my parents are like, they don't like him hanging around the skate park because it's where, like, my mom's all says, the she's, punks. Yeah, all the punks. She's like, all the weed smoking. And uh, Sergio, my little brother, is 14. She keeps being like, I don't go there to smoke weed. I go there to skate. And so my mom just has to let keep letting him go. Cause that's the card he pulls. Mm. So is he good though? Yeah, he's pretty good. There you go. If he kept like going all the time and he was just a horrible skater, your mom might be onto him. He got he got good because uh, my dad said he couldn't skate, and then uh, he had my brother buy him a skateboard and would practice behind my dad's back. So it was like a fuck you to my dad. That's why he got so good at. So skating. now he's getting really good. <laughs> yeah. And now watch him just become a professional skateboarder because of that. <laughs> Screw you, dad. Yeah. I'm sponsored. <laughs> Speaking uh, of sponsors, guys, if you would like to sponsor the Building yeah. Years podcast, we've had one sponsor in the history of this podcast, and they dropped us after a one-month run. Actually, they went out of business. Did That's they like, really? Yeah. Heck yeah. We put <laughs> businesses out of business. Yeah, wasting your ad budget. And Dumb. I still got my hat that I never wear. My uh, ex-girlfriend has mine. She's like, that hat looks better on me than you. You're like, all right. <laughs> okay. Um, Do I get sex out of this? <laughs> yeah, you want to wear my hat? <laughs> I take you to Pantan. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you, wait, you started it. Dude, I remember there was this other Pantan. commercial audition I went on where they were like, do a backflip. Like, and I didn't know that until I got there. And they're like, all right, go ahead. Do your backflip. I just ended up doing a somersault. And the guy's like, that's not a backflip. And I was like, that's the best I could do. And then he kicked me out of the room. Mm. So you know, but at least I tried. It's all about effort in this town. Yeah, man. Hey, man. All about that effort. 
you were in Montana this week, right? Yeah, dude. Montana. Dude, so I was uh I was out there for the Big Sky Comedy Festival, which is a comedy festival in Billings, Montana. And I'll tell you a little bit about what this festival is just cuz uh uh I was pretty excited and and proud to be a part of it. So they had over 700 submissions across the US. Jesus. And then they narrowed it down to 26 comedians to bring out to Billings, Montana. And the first, basically the first two nights of shows, you had to do a five to six minute set in front of a different industry at two different venues. The first night you'd do one venue and then you'd switch venues on the second night. So everybody got seen at the same place uh, where, and the industry just stayed put, if that makes sense, right? Yeah. So the first night uh, on Thursday of the of it, and also too, it was a competition festival. It wasn't just a festival, so it's a little bit different. Which I'm usually not a fan of competitions. Dude, competitions suck. I'm not. It's just it puts a, a stressful it puts a stressful vibe into the air with everybody that I don't think should really be associated with comedy, but. I ended up doing well this time, so I liked it more than usual. <laughs> it helps a lot whenever you... You're doing good in the competition. If you're doing good in the competition, it's when you're, you're like, like, all right, that, this is an all right competition. I'm last place. I'm last place material. Right, That's right. That's always me. So the first night was... Uh, they had some really cool industry that was there and stuff. Uh, they had the um, the booker for Conan, the booker for The Tonight Show, and um like a writer for LA Weekly and and uh a couple and like a, an agent from ICM on the booking side and one other person on the first night. And I had a pretty good set the first night, but I was like it was in front of like a very widespread age range for the crowds, like some really old people and then like some some younger people, uh whatever, in this casino side room. Mm-hmm. That wasn't super packed out, so nobody had like a phenomenal set except Casey Balsham. Okay, Casey Balsham freaking crushed, and I was so happy for her. But she crushed so hard <laughs> that the industry treated everybody else like they were invisible. <laughs> like, don't talk to us, people that don't crush. <laughs> yeah, no, pretty much, pretty much. And everybody's like, "Dang, Casey had the best set of the night," which I was happy for, but I was a little bit mad at myself i'm like ah, i could have done better like i did pretty good but i didn't do i didn't i think it's just like one of those luck things for shows or do you think like you strategically could have performed better to the crowd uh i think that my opener uh was not that strong my the thing that i said for the first 20 seconds it was kind of like a riff kind of thing and it didn't hit that hard so i was like i'm gonna have to like, like it's go time, Jeremiah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole- <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, I did my thing, had a pretty good set, but I was like, I have to have a way better set tomorrow night to get to the top eight of this. And luckily, I had a freaking awesome set the second night. And that, uh, the second night was at the other venue. It was like, um, it was like a nice bar, um, but it had like a full stage and really nice sound system. And they packed that thing out. It was Friday night. 
I had a great set, and that was in front of uh, like the booker for uh, Comedy Magic, um, the the head of the festival for South by Southwest, uh, the vice president of casting for NBC and CBS was there, and I had like a really really strong set. Like whenever I got off stage, I was super happy with what I did. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, that's what I do. I wish I would have had that set as well the first night. Right. So an hour or two later, we drive to the other venue where they're going to announce the names. So. Yeah. So so we drive to... So everybody that was in the, uh, the, the show has to meet everybody else who just performed at the other venue. So all these comedians, and the thing is... Was everyone, like, nervous? Or oh, was dude, absolutely, because also what was kind of uh, a little odd was it was across town, so if you didn't get called, you just had to stay at the after party. You couldn't go back to your hotel room. <laughs> but you're kind of, like, forced to hang out. Yeah. So they started announcing the names. First name that gets announced, Casey Balsham. I was like, yeah, of course. Everybody knew that. Yeah. Um, and they started announcing the names. Name two, name three, name four. I'm like, that's there's only four slots left. I'm starting to get really like, I don't think it's gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Name number five called, nothing. Name number six called, nothing. Name number seven called, still nothing. Name number eight. There's the the teams were divided into two team names: Team Augie and Team Seely. I was yeah. on Team Sealy. I knew I had a 50-50 shot chance of just at the very beginning because they announced it, uh, the team name first. And he goes, the final name that will be in the top eight is from Team Sealy. I was like, Team Sealy, that's, that's my team, okay. And that comedian is Jeremiah Watkins. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And I was like, oh. I got because that's the last day where everyone's like, man, fuck. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, dude. I got cold and hot at the same time. I was like, it was crazy. Like, I, and I was just like, I had this shocked look on my face as I walked up on stage because you had to like. Did they do it all dramatic like you just did it? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not quite as long of a pause, but it felt that long. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, so. I was very happy after that, of course. And I was like, oh, good. I get one more chance to prove myself. Yeah. Because I had one really, really strong set and then one pretty good set. So still, like, I was still, like, I came across good, I felt like. But I was like, no, I I need one more show to really prove myself what I can do. Uh So on Saturday, the finals were at this theater show. This is a beautiful theater called Babcock Theater in Billings, Montana. And there's about 400 or 500 people that ended up showing up for the show. Have you ever done a theater show? I've never done a theater show. So that in itself, dude, I was so excited. Yeah. And uh, I had some uh, some really nice things that were said to me uh, after uh, the show on Friday and stuff. So I was going into it like, if I can have a good set, I have a, I have a chance at least of, of placing. Because uh, you could place uh, the... First was a $2,300 cash prize. Nice. And then second was a $700 cash prize. And then third was like two or 300 bucks. So I was like, I think I can place if I have a strong enough set. And so I followed this, uh, this comic who plays violin and tells jokes. 
which is a very different style of comedy. It's sometimes very difficult to follow, you know, yeah. certain acts. You're Music like, acts are very hard to follow. Yeah, you have to. the energy is way different. Or if you're an improviser, following a one-man improv team is always like, no, yeah. no way. Yeah. So there's, I get number six for my number out of eight. I have to go up number six in the show. Mm-hmm. And... I had to follow. How long are these sets? They're all eight to ten minutes. If you go over ten minutes, you get docked like crazy. Okay. And the judges are voting along with the audience. So I there's an intermission after four comics in. They have an intermission. Yeah, where people can go to the bathroom, but there's still a guy on stage doing time. So the host, Lucas Seeley, did time while people went to the bathroom. So he's doing time. Then he brings up. Uh, this comic uh, who plays violin and does jokes. Then I had to follow Did that. Did he crush? He had a pretty good set, but he was not happy because he felt like not all the people had come back from going to the restroom or yeah. whatever. So he wasn't too happy about his set, but I had to follow him, and I had to just take control of the room and readjust the energy completely because it was so different. And I did successfully, like in a very short amount of time. And I just started doing my thing. And I had just a really, really strong set that I was really proud of. It was That's my awesome. first time in theater and first time doing it. And it was so cool because a lot of times, like, I can't go. I've always been told in, like, certain improv classes or whatever, like, you're going too big. I could, I was going as big as I wanted in this theater because there's so many people and it's such a big yeah. Grandiose venue. You're doing theater. I'm doing theater. Yeah. So, dude, the physical stuff that I was doing, I was holding so much longer than I've ever done before because the laughs kept coming in because they were, it would like roll back right. and like go up the upper deck. And there's like an upper deck of this theater and a lower deck. And it was just awesome. It was just so fun. It was like a, it was like a flash of like what I hope to be doing in the future, that right. show. And, Ended up uh, getting second. Nice. Yeah. Holy. So you got some rent money. Yeah. And, Dude, that's uh, dope. Congrats to uh, Mike Baldwin from Kansas City who got third and Chris Cope who got first. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Do uh, that, the line, I was looking at some of who got picked and it was a very good lineup. Like 26 was good. Yeah. The, no, the 26 communities are strong. There's a, there's a couple people... Um, that I think that that um, were a little bit, uh, they're probably a little bit too early to do the comedy festival, but they they still had funny sets. Yeah, like I can see why they got chosen for the festival, but there's only really a couple people in the entire competition where I was like, mm, they probably may, could have waited like another year or so before like, yeah. applying. But uh, everybody had nobody like bombed or had bad sets. Everybody had funny sets at the festival. That's awesome. Yeah, so it was it was an amazing experience, and I'm. Uh, Really excited for uh, some stuff uh, that's uh, supposed to be coming out of it that I can't really talk about quite yet. But um, once some of it happens, if it if it happens, then I will yeah. definitely if update the podcast. If it happens, we'll talk about it. If yeah. it doesn't, then... If it uh, doesn't, then there's nothing to talk <laughs> about. So, yeah. yeah, so that was probably a long story of, of what happened, but it was an amazing weekend. We, sh- we shot guns, we went bowling, and... So Montana. Dude, it was so great. <laughs> It was like the. It was so fun. Oh my goodness. So it was a good. It was like a good. 
time to meet new comics. Uh, I met a lot of industry that was there. And some of them had seen me do Roast Battle in Montreal, and I didn't even know it, which is cool. And and then they got to see me do stand-up. So it was, uh, it was a really good experience. I uh, definitely would recommend it to anybody who's a comedian who wants to get in front of industry uh, and do like a good quality comedy festival. Awesome. Well, I'm glad for you, buddy. Number two. Number two, man. You're always going to be number two because I'm number one Ooh. on this podcast. <laughs> Booyah. Sorry, guys. I had to do it. It was a slam dunk. Um, that's awesome, man. Well, now you're back here. Do you ever, uh, whenever I have a good weekend out of town and then I come back, I'm like, fuck, back at LA. Back to it being regular. Mm-hmm. Are you still riding your high? I'm still riding a little bit of a high because, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. I'm excited about some, some like I said, excited about a couple possibilities of things. But you never know. Like, people say some stuff. They said some very nice things that they, some people said they want to help me out with some stuff. So, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Perfect. Guys, uh, me and Jeremiah watched The Walking Dead premiere last night. Oh, heck yeah. Did you guys see that? Woo! Dude, such a good episode. <laughs> oh, man. It was good. Um, I have to talk about, like, if this doesn't become like a huge meme or something, I don't know why it's not funny to other people. There's a line that Rick says in the show of this new episode of the season premiere that I laughed so freaking hard. They're like, where's so-and-so? He's like, he got bit right in the face. <laughs> like he said, he got bit right in the face. Why did you need to add right in the face? And also, was that even in the script, Rick? Or were you just like free balling and you're just like, I got to add right in the face. <laughs> Dude, I died. And it was like during a serious suspenseful part of the and I show and I couldn't take it seriously because he got bit right in the face. That's like not delicate at all. Yeah. I don't know. I just I, I thought that was so freaking funny. No, I saw a lot of people bitching on Twitter afterwards about the uh, black and white. Why? They're like, man, we don't need to go black and white so I know that it's in the past. I know it's in the past. I thought it was it was smart, actually, because there's a couple moments where Maya got confused even with the black and white. Yeah. She's like, wait, was that black and white or was that not that earlier scene? I was like, no, that was black and white. She's like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, I thought it was. Good. I thought it been way. It would have been way too confusing <laughs> if it just would have been seamless. And then you would have been like, "Wait, what is?" Yeah, because sometimes they do that effect on uh, TV shows where they just like brighten it a little bit to show it's in the past, and mm. I never can tell. I uh, I thought my TV went out for a second. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I didn't. I didn't pay the color bill. Oh no, Time Warner Cable. Oh, Time Warner. The uh, yeah, the episode was good. I'm excited, season six, baby. I'm waiting for Carl to die." Dude, why does everybody want Carl to die? Have did have you seen those online articles and stuff? Yeah. They're like, please let Carl die. I'm like, what? I just want to see Carl die and Rick go crazy. That's what I want to oh, see. Yeah. <laughs> Judith, you're coming with me. <laughs> he starts training Judith, puts the hat on her. Give me back my hat. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So dude, uh, Speaking of internet cable, my internet went out. I didn't have internet for 12 days, guys. It's mm. crazy. A lot of coffee shop. Uh, they just got fixed today. The guy came, and uh, he had to go in our attic. But our attic, you know, like the attics that have those pop-up doors? Ours got whatever. So basically, we just have, like, wood over it. 
and uh, it doesn't cover all of it, so animals can get down there. He's like, man, I ain't going down there. I was like, why? He's like, there could be raccoons down there. <laughs> I was like, I threw a rock, and I was like, I didn't hear anything. Oh, Because wow. he's just ascending in the darkness. <laughs> and he went down there. He was came out sweated, like screaming. It was uh, pretty great. <laughs> so sorry, but uh, my internet's working now, guys. So ladies, want to come over and Netflix and chill? Netflix. Or just straight up watch porn. Whatever you want. Is there porn on Netflix? No, I'm just saying we can watch porn. I heard that that's, that might happen in the future. That would be... No, you, it's so dumb. People aren't going to pay for porn. It's so Actually, Playboy just announced that they uh, they stopped having naked girls on their site and in their uh, magazines. They're going to stop having them? Yeah, they, they've officially stopped. They've been stopped since August, but now they're officially never bringing it back. No, So no nudity anymore? No nudity. They're going to be more like... A different like uh what like a like sports enter- illustrator like or something inter- like that no, like an entertainment site yeah really so, like, everyone's on playboy comedy and stuff yeah i've been seeing all those playboy comedy things they lately. said once they stopped having naked girls on their website because there's so much naked girls on the internet that once they stopped having Nate and they made it more like teenage teenagers would go on there or parents could let their it jumped up four times as much their viewership what so now they're like let's do it to everything whoa they're doing a throwback they're yeah. going disney on us <laughs> <laughs> not quite but you get it so yeah so That's playboy's crazy, done dude yeah he's done wow it's crazy so, the th- so the they night. might just become a playboy it's, like, just, entertainment it's, just a, it's just an enterprise now it's not there's no more they said they'll still have girls in bikinis but no more nudity wow yeah that's crazy well, and it's already such a an iconic brand, so maybe it's a maybe it is a smart move for them to go in a different direction and be like, no, 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 we welcome everybody now. Yeah, it's because there's too many naked girls. Like when I want to, well, it's uh, when it's I want oversaturated. Yeah, when I want to see porn, I don't go to Playboy. I just type in, you know, whatever I want to see. <laughs> I thought you were gonna drop, and I was like, uh oh, this could go real bad. <laughs> no, real I was like, ah, oh, this will come back to haunt. Yeah, it totally, <laughs> <laughs> it totally. <laughs> Like Justin, you better, Justin, you better be careful with this <laughs> next sentence or two that you have coming out of your mouth. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, we're at 30 minutes. All right, buddy. Uh, what do you have going on this week? Guys, I got... Oh, well, actually, I don't have a lot of shows because I'm going out of town Friday morning. So uh, I guess you can come Wednesday and then Thursday I have a show, but it ain't a great show. So I'm, I ain't going to promote it. Or I don't know if it's going to be good. So... Um, just come to Fusion tomorrow if you want to see me work out new stuff and, you know, yell at the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be at a uh, comedy store for an 8 o'clock show tomorrow night on Wednesday. You guys are around. Also, as always, roast battle and all that stuff every Tuesday. And then uh, I'm doing lip service at the Westside Comedy Theater, Reagan and Watkins, on Wednesday night. Then Friday night, got a couple cool shows. Um, Reagan and Watkins are going to be at Echoes Under Sunset at 10 o'clock. And then uh, 11.30, uh, I'm doing stand-up on Jake Adams' West Side show. Uh, It's like a prop show that you can riff on the props or do your act. So (laughs) And like Todd Glass is on it. I'm super excited. Anytime I get to do a show with Todd Glass. Todd Glass is awesome. I love him. That guy's so nice. And then uh, Saturday, Midnight Snack at the Improv, and then um, I'm doing uh, a, a small theater show um, uh, at Biblos, I think it's called, on Sunday night. So, yeah, got a good full week ahead. Nice. Check out JeremiahWatkins.tv, YouTube.com slash Gringo Sketch. Does anybody watch those? I don't know. Uh, 
Uh, <laughs> tune in. Check that out, Justin. That's not, what a great plug for your own sketches. And uh, yeah, you got anything else? No, that's it. Check me out on my website, justalexio.com, and Twitter, Justin Alexio, motherfuckers. All right. Thanks so much for tuning into The Building Years, episode 250. We love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Porno's awesome.